Ok, welcome to Three Musketeers Talk Football. Honestly, I don't even know how we came up with this name. <laughs> but yeah, basically, uh, you must have known the very different voice that's introducing this class. Well, to circumstances seen and unforeseen. Well, the normal host to Luwani is not available currently, yeah, but it's the three musketeers, and we have two out of three available. I'm not the only one. Uh, I'm with my dad, um, uh, but yeah, we'll be handling the podcast and we're hoping to do more consistent content for you, dear listeners. And well, let me not talk too much. Can you try again? Hello. I promise you that's not out. I think the last podcast was August twenty twenty-six. I mean, it was time to pick it up again. It was time to pick it up again, and this was. I mean, the World Cup calls for it, so yes. Yeah, I mean, exactly. What better way to get into the thick of the actual set? Aside from the World Cup, but before we head into the World Cup, just a quick review. Let's say a minute or two. What have you been doing uh, for past season? It's been a very, let's call it a wonderful season. Oh, by the way, in case you don't know, so the most upset is a Manchester United fan. Chelsea is a, I just say, let me know. I support football club Barcelona. He's one of those guys. The club, the club. But, they bought players with. They bought players with no way of being linked. We are the club. We don't have money, but we buy players with those. As, as, as yeah. This is just a joke. If you need a proper explanation, you can reach me. I'll give you a proper leader of how much we have. Don't mind this. Honestly, honestly, I couldn't kill it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't kill it. I'm not going to put it on the table. Right? No, I, I, I see. I, I knew that was going to be there. Look, it's just one of those a couple of hours will be kicking off a cut against Ecuador. If I'm not mistaken, no, no, I am mistaken as a matter of fact. Um, well, Qatar though, kicking off the World Cup again. Ecuador, you're not wrong. Yeah, trying to test it <laughs> to see if you knew. Anyway, yes, Qatar will be up against Ecuador. Um, don't respect to both sides. They are quite underdogs in that group. Well, um, there's a lot been going on about World Cup, yeah? Um, first of all, as we talk about it, um, recently news broke out that FIFA went back on their policy and have given Qatar the right to um, take back the sale of alcohol. Honestly, don't... Um, to be very honest, I have no interest I, I, in this conversation. I, I, I saw that news today, in as much as I have no interest in that conversation, because, I mean, I am not yeah. an alcohol consumer, but for our fellow, sorry, not fellow, excuse me, yeah. our, <laughs> our alcohol drinkers in society, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, and those could die one of them to get their view because the original the new the story the original story was that Qatar was going to allow them allow alcohol, allow you to buy your alcohol yeah. officially Budweiser, which is the official sponsor of FIFA. They would allow you to buy your alcohol before the game. I mean three hours yeah. before the game. Right there, I think about three hours thereabouts along that line, three hours before the game, and take exactly. it during the game, right? And up to you'll be able to buy it. Which this is you'll be able to buy it around the stadium premises up to yeah. one hour after the game ends. That was meant to be the rule, the plan. But now yes, Qatar is changing everything. And then there was news that came out today from Sky Sports, and I'm wondering what's going on because why is it that Qatar is the only nation that's allowed to change things? Is Qatar running the World Cup or is FIFA running the World Cup? See, that's the thing. That's why this is one of the most controversial World Cups in recent history. There's been a lot of talk about boycotting the World Cup, but then it's too late. I mean, Seblata came out on his own to say giving Qatar the World Cup rights was a mistake on his part. But then I, I, he came I mean, out. You can say that now. He has came out about he's, he's exactly 13, 13 years too late to say that. So, um, wait, wait. What, um, well, uh, about the alcohol thing, it's it's just a funny story because on Friday, there's a Friday, FIFA came out to say that alcohol will not be sold. Actually, Qatar Football Federation came out to say that um, alcohol will not be sold around the stadium. As a matter of fact, it won't even be permitted into the stadium. So you can't even get your own alcohol from outside the stadium. Some of the things are going to be But you know, there's there's... Guess what? There's always a flip side. Think of it like uh, I don't want to throw shit, but there's a Nigerian school, a Nigerian university, that a certain Nigerian university that doesn't sell meat or allow you to eat meat, but in a certain area for a certain price, you can get chicken and meat. I won't call names, I won't mention names. Anyway, <laughs> I also heard on Sky Sports today, uh, earlier, yes, earlier, earlier, earlier yesterday, rather, that if you have a hospitality ticket, I think, or uh, uh, I don't know if it yeah, costs tickets, VIP, you'll be able to get your beer and certain privileges yeah, about something about the fee. If you have a, some certain hotels which can only afford, which are usually for the rich, which cost out, I think they said it cost about 14, 13 to 14,000 pounds or in dollars. But basically, if you do not have a lot of money, you won't be able to get your beer. That's what they're saying. Yeah. So, regular well, things like us, uh, imagine us being in Qatar and, uh, so I go on pay to hospitality when I feel just come 19 minutes watch much shots go. Do you, do you understand? Life can, uh, life can be so simple. Anyway, uh, before we head into the main World Cup, uh, one other thing has been the fight against the LGBTQ plus community. Um, so as we, as we know, well, Qatar has been all over it saying they are not supportive of that and some, some, but um, a major, um, player now, Hugo Lloris, came out to say he won't be wearing... In fact, it wasn't him. It was more of France Football Federation saying they won't allow Hugo Lloris to wear that band come um, the Qatar World Cup. Yeah? So, um, like, it's all... How is it going to work now? And, uh, like... I don't know how we're going to do it. I, cause... I, really, I really don't know, but... No, it's just Let's... one of the politics things. I mean, we I don't have any opinions on that, but well, we just have to... We just have to say good luck to them, man. We're here for the football, and that's what we're going to be heading 
straight eight groups. Like we already said, Qatar, Ecuador, kickoff on 8 p.m. Nigerian time. And, well, let's just get straight into this. Um, how do we do this? Okay, we're going to just talk about the groups and their group members. And then we'll see who do you think ends first, who do you think ends second. Not too in-depth, but a little, you know, note about the team. So in Group A, we have Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and Netherlands. Notably, Ecuador. Ecuador had like a 50% chance of being out of the World Cup days before the World Cup starts. But they are here and they are here to compete, I hope, and not just to sign attendance. Um, what do you think about this group, Kiruchi? Well, uh, I think it's a very, it's a very special group. <laughs> very now, <narrow> brothers <laughs> in Qatar. I mean, Qatar, not exactly known as me to those who might be yeah. in my opinion. But um, I mean, ever since they started off the Aspire Academy, which was brought about to search for young talents all around the country and eventually up to some African nations to bring them mm-hmm. to the Aspire Academy and to develop the national team, which also served as, a, as an economic booster, right? Um, yeah. The Qatar's team, national team, made up of players who are nationalized, or was isn't uh, isn't nationalized now? The word, yeah, but nationalized. Yeah. So I mean, currently, I paid my attention to the Aspire Academy, um, especially when Xavi was still in Qatar. But the group is there for a taking. If I had to pick two teams to top this group. It will be difficult because Netherlands, I mean, Netherlands, every single World Cup, they always have something like a golden generation, which should always do better. But they yeah. just they <laughs> just do not seem to make it past the semi-final stage ever. Um, no, I think I think uh, they've, been, of, they've been one of the countries who have entered the final more times and they've not won the trophy even once. I think I remember them. I don't know, I, I, I don't know if, it, if it's them or Germany that hold that record, but... It's just if you look at the squad they've had over the years, you you do expect a certain level of performance or a certain level from them. They do get to that semi-final stage. I mean, it reminds me of Iron Rock. Hmm. I do yeah, think just you know, who, yeah. Senegal right now have uh, lost Sadio. The man is not going to play any part of this World Cup because of the surgery that they took. Uh, yeah. Regardless, it's with or without money. Is the main man. I mean, stronger with I mean, see what I did there and money the main man. Anyway, um, that's, that's a great point. You didn't expect a lot from him. You didn't expect a lot from him. But um, I believe Senegal still have a lot in the locker to be able to do some damage. Yeah, I mean, you have Kulibali being able to throw those eighty-yard passes from. You have a goalkeeper in Mendy. You do have a stable midfield in the likes of uh, Koyate and Nipam's Mendy. Yeah. I mean, okay. on paper, they do look good. Sabayi and the rest. Yeah. Ecuador was one of the teams to score. I think uh, I think they scored the second or third most goals in after Argentina, I think. I think Brazil did number yeah. of goals scored. I'm not really sure. So for, please forgive me. But Ecuador didn't really do themselves badly. I mean, being able to qualify from South America is difficult already as it is, considering how they play. Yeah. Because 
in as much as uh, Kylian Mbappé, the South American qualifiers, I personally, these games, they are bloody tough. I think wow. it might be tougher than Europe. European games might be more eyes and may have more. But the South American games, they are very, very hard. Different temperature, mm. conditions. So, like, I'm sorry for digressing. You need to ask for my opinion. I think <laughs> who goes through this group? I think Netherlands definitely goes through. Yeah. You think top of the group? Yeah. Netherlands top in the group. Definitely top in this group. And Senegal. I don't see any surprises here. Oh, okay. Well, I have to agree with you on that one. And you've taken so much talk time. I, I don't think I, I should add any more to that. So let's move over to group B. England, Iran, USA, and the Welsh side. I think I'll start talking before you take all the talk time again. Um, see now, here's a funny thing. I think in this group, actually, okay. I think USA will come out top. I think USA come out tops. England qualifies as you, the second. You think USA come out top think, of this group? Yeah, I do. I I know I'm. Look, I'm always want to be controversial when it needs be, but I think Gareth Southgate has assembled a good team. But in what I've been seeing from England previous matches and games, I don't think he's quite galvanized this team to be able to play as a team. Like the, are you, are you uh, think American the US side, calm. You think the yeah, US I do. Yeah, I do. I think, I think, I think this funny enough. This one of the more open groups that many people understand. Many people look at this group and on paper they expect England to just walk through everybody. But I think I England might lose again. Can I? Can I think I England might lose again. Can I give my yeah? Take? You, come on, yeah. My hot take will stop. But this before then, but before then, I think I think America wins the group. England takes second. But you go. You think Wales I think take we, first? I think I think Wales stops this group. <laughs> well, <laughs> outside chance. I mean, Gareth Bale in a in in a Wales shirt. Oh come on, Gareth Bale in a Wales shirt. Okay, I mean England always have their way with set pieces. It's usually their jam in tournament yeah. football. More often than not. In recent times, so well, but but like you said, controversial as it was and as it may be, Wales takes this group for me. Well, let's move over to Group C. Uh, I don't think I saw the Mexico, Poland. The goats, the goats, so that so that everybody on air can hear it. The goats is in this group. Yeah, yeah, he is in in this group. Um, I think this, I this. That makes football worth watching. I can't watch Messi for three days, as long as I have money coming in and food and you know. <laughs> but um, but um, yeah, I think this is. I've, I've said I said this to someone earlier. Um, I think that was yesterday or some days back, and I said this is Argentina's World Cup to lose. And he told me Argentina are not one of the favorites. But again, I I leave it to your opinion. I think this group ends Argentina first, Mexico second. What do you think? Uh, definitely Argentina first because this is the best Argentina team. In fact, this is the closest Argentina has been to a team since Sabella in 2014. Yeah, the last, the last, the last organized team I saw was under Alejandro Sabella taking Argentina to now. They were organized. They well, were he Higuain single-handedly stole the World Cup from Messi. Well, well that would be another topic for another day before... <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, 
is the most complete Argentina side. I don't see any chinks in the armor except the injury to the cells, so which might affect them or which may not affect them. But come on, they've got, they've got midfield replacements for the cells, so. Yes, I mean, but he plays, he plays this certain role. I mean, we don't, we, we, yeah. really, we, we said we won't talk about the tactical analysis. I mean, we can do that in our next series, but he just does so something just... that accommodates this. I'll give you, I guess I will agree with you. I... Mexico, Argentina, top this group. Yeah. Argentina first, Mexico second. And because I don't Poland. think Poland having that much firepower. I, no. I, I think I think we have to talk about Poland. Um, a lot of people would have said Poland, but I think a lot of people now look at European teams and just assume they are European teams. They are going to come out um, good. And I don't think that's what's going to happen here because, well, Poland... Mexico have got top talent, you know. Top, top yeah, talent. Yeah, they do. You can't, you, can't, you can't forget Guillermo Ochoa. No one I hears mean, him until my, he comes to... My turns to prime noise anytime it's time for the World Cup. Exactly. So, <laughs> well, uh, Group C. Well, aside from the B, where you disagreed with me and you thought Wales would top the group and USA will get knocked out, uh, we've been on the same page. Let's go over to Group D. Uh, France, Australia, Denmark, Tunisia. I think swap Australia for Denmark, and that's exactly how that group ends. Uh, I agree with you completely. But, but hot take. Denmark top yeah. this group. Ah. You're already pitting the back course, aren't you? Hot sick. Hot sick. Denmark top this group. And then we might see France playing one of the group leaders. Who knows? We might see a repeat of France uh, and Argentina again because I think they're on they're on different sides of the tree. So we might see a repeat of that. Or on the same side of the tree, rather. So, that would be interesting to see, though. That would be very interesting to see. So you think Denmark top the group? Denmark have really stepped up since, I mean, the Christian Eriksen event. I mean, they were always kind of outsiders, kind of give you the Croatia kind of vibes, right? Yeah. Um, they have talents everywhere. There's there's Mali. I mean, they got to the semi-final of the Euros, where I US think I think they got cheated. I think they got um, <laughs> let me not say cheated. Let's say I got they got unlucky, very unlucky. Absolutely, I mean, look at look at the talent in this team. I mean, you can't you can't you can't write them off. They are they are well stacked everywhere. They are yeah. stacked everywhere. The only thing that maybe injuries, but I I, I doubt. I I see I see them actually surprising France and taking this group. Yeah, well, that's up for the first four groups of the World Cup. Now let's move on to Group E. Some people have called this the group of death. I don't quite yes. agree, but. I, I personally don't agree. Personally, my group of there will be Group H, but we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. I, I agree with you, but we'll get there. Um, group E, I think, is as straightforward as anything. I think Germany topped the group. Spain managed to get in second. Mm-hmm. I think people mm-hmm. underrate Spain because they don't, they don't, they, they don't. People think they create chances, but they do not know how. They do not have a designated goal scorer <laughs> to finish up the chances. I, I don't, I don't underrate and, Spain. I just don't think they're good enough. Well, I don't, think Germany's, I don't think Germany is good enough either. I don't think Germany I think is that good. good this group do. I go with Spain because I don't think Erike didn't carry Ansufati to sit on the bench. He has a goal scorer. That yeah. guy turns anything to goals. He's someone yeah. who can turn chances to goals. It's not really. He's not really been in good form recently. That's the problem. I think that there's something else going on, rather. 
I mean, he's been integrated slowly. But you can't yeah. tell me he's not been informed. Every single time that guy has stepped on the pitch, every day is three minutes, four minutes, he almost always scores the goal on Azure this season. Almost never check. killed a bad Kilichi. No, you have to understand. Check his XG. You need to go deeper than this. When you check his XG, his expected goals, you can come back and chat to me. We promised we promised we ain't doing tactical analysis. And this is why I No, I'm not. I'm just telling you, go check the facts. When you check the facts, you check the XG, you come and chat to me. Anyway, go spin general. It's actually difficult to call for the final two. Because I mean it's not like you're going to qualify anyway, but I mean, we do have uh, a certain kid on us, and uh, I mean, for Arsenal fans, once you have your Campbell, all is good, right? So, <laughs> but Japan still, Japan still have Japan had a very talented squad in the last World Cup. Just they were just very unlucky to lose to Belgium yeah. in the round of sixteen. I mean, the oh, likes man, of Takashi and the rest. They do have a chance of, you know, they might just surprise. As I'm saying, generally look at them might fall at the hands of. Japan, you never know. Well, but you're giving outside chance to Japan to qualify. No, no really. I'm, give, I'm giving an outside chance to Japan to beat Germany. So Spain tops this group. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> Let's move on <laughs> to Group F: uh, Belgium, Canada, Morocco, Croatia. Now, see, aside from Belgium, yeah, who I even think, I think they might not be all that anymore, especially since most of their main players have fallen when it comes to form. I mean, I mean, golden generation not so golden anymore, right? I, I think, I think this, they, they, they said this is the end of their golden generation. I think this is the most balanced group. Um, personally, aside from group B, I think this might be one of the most balanced groups at the World Cup this year. So who tops this group for you? <laughs> I honestly don't know how to call this. I think you call it. You call it first. This group, I call, I call Croatia topping this group, right? Mm-hmm. I call Croatia topping this group. I would want to give, part of me wants to give an outside chance to Morocco, but I say no. Heaven says no. Um, yeah. I think Croatia and Belgium make it out of this group easy. Croatia, easy. Belgium, Canada, Morocco. Easy, you just said easy. I mean, look, a module makes everything look easy, right? So that's that's, ah. that's, that's that's damn it. I have to call. So um, let's go. Belgium top the group. Um, Croatia coming tight second with and Croatia progress on goal difference or something like that. Yeah. That's how I call it. I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving an outside chance to Canada. I think, I think they've got, I think they've got a good squad. Personally, yeah. I think they've got a very good squad. No, I'm serious. And they've been playing, they've been gelling for a while. So I think they could give some of these teams. I mean, they've got peace on their side. Me, it's something me. that Belgium, Belgium me, me. don't really do well against. This <laughs> one. Meep, meep, roadrunner. Uh, well, they've got a lot of road runners, but yeah, Davies, I'm sure, and he joined up with the Canadian squad, and they've never been happier. Oh, quickly, let's move on to Group G. I'm going to mm. talk about this flash. Yeah, in Group G, um, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Straight ah. up. Brazil tops this group. Serbia yeah. goes in second. 
Thank you very much. I, I, I saw Thank an you very analysis much. on Serbia today and I kind of looked at the way they played. I saw an analysis from um from um Statman Dave's uh, YouTube channel today. I mean, I had done some analysis myself, looked at them, I mean, on paper, but he had gone more in-depth. So it kind of convinces you a bit because Serbia has probably averagely the tallest team at this World Cup. Every almost every player in the starting eleven should be almost should be more than six foot. Almost every some height and some strength bearing, to them too. Bearing Tadi Chu is probably going to take the corner kicks or free kicks. So they do have height to, and they, they have, have some, some of the strongest Polish well. players. They are very capable. You have Minikovic Savic, you have Tadic, you have Vlaovic and Mitrovic, two yeah. strikers who can bully any defender at this World Cup. I mean, very exactly. Argentina's defenders, but... They've got Andrei Vukovic on the wings. Come on, it's a good squad. You've got Kostic. Nah, come on. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, two two very good wingers in their own right. I think it's a good squad. I, th- I think I think, I think think Switzerland and Cameroon will give a little trouble to Serbia. Or I think Serbia will just come. always, always, always have this knack of turning up. It's either Shakiri scores some... Wonder go from outside the box or Jaka releases a thunderbolt or you know. I mean but they have come up short, but last last Serbia picks second in this group and Brazil qualify easy. And before we move, I think it's just quite unfortunate that Cameroon landed in such a difficult group because I think put them in Morocco's place, I think Cameroon could actually qualify from group F. Just saying. I mean just look, just, just, just look at the three African teams in the groups they aren't going to find themselves in. Then look at Senegal up there. I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but group. Group. Uh, this is the actual group of death, in my opinion. The actual yeah. group of death. Yeah, so. No doubt. Um, Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, Korea, Republic. This group um, has a lot of juice in it. There's, there's lots to come out from it. I mean, I can't wait for the Ghana-Uruguay match. I mean, Suarez... Having to reunite with his <laughs> with his past, I mean, I won't lie. In my situation, I would have done the same thing for my national team, but I mean, that's a story for another day. But uh, it is what it is. Mr. Luis Suarez will come up against Ghana once again. Yeah. Who stops this group for you? Portugal. Come on, Portugal. Portugal. I am tempted to agree with you. Portugal tops this group uh, ahead of Uruguay in second. Ah, that's the issue now. I really, I really don't think Uruguay will qualify. Mm. I the only funny thing, yeah, Uruguay, Uruguay are coming in as one of my dark horses in this World Cup. <laughs> they're not exactly playing fantastic football, but I think they know how to get the job done. Push come to shove. I mean, they have, on paper, these guys have, um, on paper, yes. Can they play as a team? That's another question. I mean, I watched yeah. them a little bit uh, during the qualifiers. Sometimes disjointed, sometimes good. But they have a lot of firepower up front and in midfield. They have, they kind of have like leaders in every department. I mean, in central midfield, you have, you have, you have, um, you've got, um, um, Valverde and, um, um, what's this guy's name now? Um, I've forgotten his name. Right. I can't, it doesn't slip my mind. Ben Tanko, uh, yeah, Ben Tanko. Then you have got, you've got Ben Tanko. I mean, you've got players who have quality. You still have the likes of, I think, Arambari is from, is from yeah, Arambari, Arambari is here. You've got Suarez, you've got Nunez, you've got Cavani. I mean, <clears throat> ah, 
I don't know. I don't know. It's just something about me. Sometimes I get this yeah. prediction. Sometimes I don't. I mean, sometimes I get them right. Sometimes I get them wrong. I just. I mean, their their defense is a little bit shaky. Yes, because, I mean, the person who would have who you would have thought would marshal the defense is has a slight chance of actually playing any match in the group stage, which being a Ronald Araujo. So yeah, I mean that's that's a good that's 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 a chink in the armor though. But I don't know. you go for Portugal, Uruguay. I go for Portugal, Ghana. Okay, supporting the African brothers, they knocked us out. Too. Them, no, no, no. See, see the thing. No, is, yeah, yeah. Normally you're a traitor. Think... That's the problem. You are normally a traitor, so I don't blame you. It's so smart. It's smart. I'm the thanks to laugh. You're not even serious. What do you mean? I'm not a traitor. No, I don't blame you. Go ahead. I'm not a traitor. Support, support, support I, the I, other I, half I, of the Jellof Nation. Support the other Jellof yeah. Nation. Go ahead. What what are we to talk about that now? We don't have time. Um, let's move over to. Who do you think wins it? Um, first, second, third for you. Top in depth analysis, Kilichi. You mean who wins this World Cup? First, second, third. Who wins this World Cup, right? Yeah. Who wins this World Cup? Mm, mm, mm. Hot take. I guess yeah. hot take. I mean, it's not a hot take. I mean. Obviously, I want Argentina to win this World Cup, and I would pick Argentina as my winner of this World Cup. Okay. Uh, yeah. I agree with you on that Argentina can't meet Brazil in the final because of the tree and the way they are placed. So they would definitely have to knock out Brazil, or someone has to knock out Brazil for the final. So mm-hmm. Brazil definitely. Brazil is coming third for me, in my opinion, in this World Cup. Yeah. Brazil is coming third. Argentina After knocks them out Argentina. in the semis. Argentina yeah. could knock them out in the semis or something. Uh, second, mm. second, mm. second. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know where I'm going, right? I'm tempted for we all, they all, we all going there. We want to see that the Messi yeah. final. I, I think, I right? think it's gonna, I think it's gonna happen. It's Ronaldo gonna happen might be in the final. He might not be influential in the final, but I think he's going to appear. Mm. I think Argentina Portugal yeah. Brazil as well. Oh. So I think France Portugal Brazil third place match. You think France will win the third place match against Brazil? No, I think Brazil disgraced France in the third place match. No, the, if France even makes it in the third place, that's that's exactly what I'm thinking because I I don't see them I don't see them as dominant as the France we knew were going to win the 2018 World Cup. The champs is going into this World Cup confused. The man doesn't even have his starting eleven worked out properly. Exactly. He doesn't know if he's going with a back three or a back four. Nobody actually knows. Only he knows. He's got quality. He's got quality. He's got quality, but I mean, you've got quality, but how do you how do you, how do you apply them? How do you play the best yeah. players in the best positions to get the best out of them? How do you play players in the system to get the best out of a certain player? You understand? So mm. it's a long shot. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about. Um, let's say two or three teams you think will achieve in the World Cup. Uh, let me go first. Let me go. I think, I okay. think, I think I'm gonna go for Denmark, um, America, and I would have said Senegal, but losing money really hits them bad. So I'm gonna go Denmark, America, and Serbia. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think. The- you're, you're calling your overachievers based on teams that, I mean, 
Spain could be an overachiever because I mean they haven't gotten to that fast stage, you know, right? So wow. they won the World saying. Cup about five years ago. Just say three editions ago, they were the winners. 2010. Do you know how long ago that was? That's that's the same. That's the amount of time it took Seb Blatter to confess that giving Qatar the World Cup was a bad <clears> idea. Given you said that. You said that, not me. But my achievers, I would pick Serbia for one. Serbia, mm-hmm. Serbia, Serbia for one. Denmark, definitely. Not like yeah. they are achievers in the sense that I don't expect them to go far. But I was looking at these guys would really give us something to smile about. I have that to feeling. be excited about. Yeah, to be entertained. You get so yeah. a few upsets here and there. Denmark, Serbia, and um. My last dark horse, I'm going to have to go with um, Uruguay because they haven't been there. Yeah. But who knows? My spring up a surprise on me. Overachievers, Uruguay, Denmark, and uh, Serbia. Yeah. Well, quickly, underachievers as well. First up, France. For me, mm, I think... Definitely, definitely I, 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 I don't think the French nation is ready to witness what's going to happen to them at this World Cup. Mm. Look, it's, it's, should, it's should possible... We, should we... You know, you know, we are both going to agree who is the second underachiever, right? You know, we are both going to agree on that. <laughs> what do you, you know? Nah, you, you know what's coming. It's coming home. It's coming home. Ah. No, see. Because it's, it's not coming home for no reason. No, see, I, 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 I think they qualify from Group B. The, the only way England make it past the round of 16 is if they. Can manage to top that group. Mm. I think that's the so only way you have the, an outside so chance get, of making it so to the quarterfinals. So draw in the round of sixteen, then. Exactly. I think that's the only way they even have a chance of getting to the quarterfinals. Mm. So England, second group, second country for me as well. Yeah. And then so France, um, England. Who are your third underachievers? Outside chance, yeah. Outside yeah. chance. Outside chance underachievers. Germany. Wow, I felt like you agreed. I was going to go. I was going to go with Netherlands, but Van Hal is back, so Germany. Uh, nice. Well, I have the feeling Germany. I'm going to shock you, please. I have the feeling Germany plays and will struggle to score goals. They struggle to put away chances, and they're not that strong defensively. Mm. Valid. I mean, I could say the same about Spain, but my mind goes to Germany. Spain seems to have more control than Germany. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, you might be shocked, but I have two more countries in mind. I mean, Croatia, Croatia, and Uruguay. As underachievers. Yeah. You were already underachievers. You may no, have them under overachievers. They've been underachieving for a long time now. You don't tell me Uruguay underachievers. Uruguay most of the time qualifying from their group, but I think this is one year where they might get shocked. They might get shocked bad. As for Croatia, if they don't, if they don't, if they're not really careful, I think they get knocked out as well in group stages. Look, out of the four countries I called, I think one of them at least has to go out in group stages. They're just not up there when it comes to quality and all that. Well, finally, before we end the podcast, let's talk about individual awards. Best player of the tournament for you? Definitely Leo Messi. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> uh, highest goal scorer? Mm, Leo Messi. Goal scorer. 
Leo or Messi, Messi. Or is Messi? I'm thinking. I think I think I think he lights up. I think he's going to be able to light up this um World Cup, yeah. the, the, the knockout rounds, yeah. When it comes to knockout yeah. rounds, I think he's going to be able to light it up. In as much man man gets assists, man gets goals. I think he will be heavily involved. He, De Maria, actually, I think I really solid side. I just don't see this getting past them. I think it's just yeah. destined to happen at this stage, mm. in this place, right now. Final World Cup, he wins. Do it, and then bam, he retires straight up. End of season. Yeah, but then imagine he gets injured in the group stages. It's going to be a huge blow. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but you know what? No, no one, you know no one, what? no one's about how players I, are getting injured nowadays. Yeah, but funny enough, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, Messi isn't that kind of player to get injured, that, but then we can't predict it. But I mean, he yeah. literally avoids he plays kind of to avoid his injuries in certain ways. That's why I think I didn't think are very careful with Messi because they know what kind of player they have and they don't want to lose him. But in as much, yeah. if they lose Messi, think of. The, the role Messi has in his current Argentina side kind of feels like when Ronaldo was on the touchline with Santos coaching them in the finals. It gives me that kind yeah. of energy. That's what this Messi feels no, like. I think, I think they play for Messi. They play for Messi. They, they yeah. want... It's kind of... It's a collective. Yeah, let's get this man, this thing. And we know yeah. he can get us this thing. So let's help him get this thing for us. Let's, let's do our part. To, and yeah. he, and he's he going to be a leader, So let's just obey do you understand? So, yeah. well, I'm if thinking, you don't know, our listeners, if you don't know, this is a pro Messi. This is a pro Messi account. Just in case you don't know, uh, except for Toluga, except uh, when is running yeah, this account. I, 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 so, I think Toluga is more of a CR7 man. Well, he CR7 the bombshell interview, and last time I checked Toluga's Twitter handle, he did not support Ronaldo. So, I think he is not pro Ronaldo at this point. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Um, quickly, let's end this. Um, I think Neymar and Harry Kane. Go, oh, sorry, did I say Harry Kane? I meant Neymar and Kylian Mbappe for the highest goal scorer award. Best young player at the tournament, though. I have two candidates. Two candidates alone. Who are your candidates? Either Pedri wins it or Yusufa Mukuku wins it for me. Hmm. Okay. And then, and then, okay, okay, okay. And then the final one. Mm. I, I don't know if he's going to get as much game time, which is why I didn't include him at first. But Julian Alvarez. Mm. Yeah. Young player of the tournament, yeah? Yeah. I'm going with Ansu. Tyler Ansu. Mm. Wow. I think, I think, outside chance, yeah. Because I feel if he, if Enrique gives him sustained stats, I think Ansu is the man who gets the goals for Spain. I think yeah. Ansu is the man who gets the goals for Spain. Mukoko, yes. I think Ansu, Mukoko, and Pedri are my top three, in my opinion. I mean, there's a certain Kodigapo, but he, I mean, he's not exactly, he's kind of older than they are, but, you know. Yeah. I just sneak it in there. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, there's still the idea of Musiala, but let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. You never know, right? You never yeah. know, right? This man is on phone, red hot phone. He's on disgusting phone. <laughs> it's absolutely disgusting. My... The phone is no, I thought my change of happened to the tournament, but we'll be keeping in touch with our listeners, yeah. So, 
Well, we'll talk about that more. I think the first game kicks 8 p.m., like I said, um, Sunday, 8 p.m., Nigeria time. That's Qatar against Ecuador. It's not, um, I've not been promising excitement from that game, but I mean, you get to watch it. So you I mean, even if, if anything should be exciting, what's come to us, the opening ceremony should be exciting, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you can't watch the opening ceremony. It's like, it's like you're going for a wedding and then you botch the I do segment. To botch that segment, the whole day is real. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, final words. We've stayed more than we expected to stay, by the way, guys. Uh, who, who, who hopes to not make this a habit? Money is just so exciting talking to people. Okay, Chi, parting words. Well, parting words. I'm so baby. That's all I, that's all I have to say. I mean, I am ecstatic about the World Cup. I can't wait for it to start. Sadly, it starts on Sunday. I mean, after my service, I'm going to have to, you know, rush back. 8 p.m., right? Okay, it's night. So, okay. What okay. kind of service you run? Why do you have to rush back for 8 p.m.? Well, you have to prepare everything. You don't watch World Cup without proper setup. You have to set up the house. You don't just go and watch the World Cup like a casual game. It's like a casual weekend Premier League game. You set up the chairs. If you have friends over, you set up. You you get some snacks. You get things in place. I mean, think of it like going to a cinema or having a home cinema or something like that. So, you know what I mean. I tell what time my mouth for. <laughs> so, this, this is me signing out. Uh, best of luck. Uh, may the best man win. I mean, may Argentina win, but, you know. Thank you very much. statement. Argentina win the World Cup. But we'll be sure to drop uh, more consistent content. Hopefully, by next week, we'll drop another content on the podcast. But uh, yeah, we're signing out. Three Miskitiers, uh, two out of the anyways. If, you, uh, if I want to say, if you have any more suggestions for us to do on the podcast or what, reviews you can send an email to kilichi ibiki at gmail.com that is k-e-l-e-c-h-i e-g-b-e-k-e at gmail.com send an email if you know you have um, reviews or things you would like to hear us walk about or work on maybe tactics special shout outs and maybe just voice your opinions you know so we like that thank you very much Drop contact details as well where you can reach us. And if you have questions, you have um, suggestions, you have comments, we accept that. And we accept criticism yeah, we as well. We can also get you we to call into the show. I mean, let's get involved. Let's get them involved. Yeah. Let's get let's get people involved. Right. Call people into the show. So you can send an email. Get in your video mode. Yeah. yeah, but I'm pretty spent and I need to get my short eye. So, Kilichi, it was nice doing this with you. Uh, let's see how we do it. All right. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye, all of you. Bye. Bye. See you soon.